Welcome to episode seven of the Collegiate Christian Podcast. If you haven't already done so, head back and check out some of our previous episodes and check out the conversations that we've been talking about. In this week's episode, we are so excited to be talking about leadership and ways that leadership pushes you as a student, as a man or a woman, or just as a human being. We'll talk about how everyone, regardless if it's a titled position or not, has had some type of leadership position. We'll talk about how stepping into a leadership position pushes you out of your comfort zone and pushes you to grow. And then we'll also talk about mentorship and throw in some stats about why it is important to get involved in a leadership position while in college. Let's get started. Why college? Why Christian? How can these things even go together? You're listening to the Collegiate Christian Podcast, an all-new roundtable discussion about what it looks like to be a Christian in college and as a young adult. We will be uploading new content each week about some of the most common questions, thoughts, and concerns that come with it all. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Collegiate Christian Podcast. I'm Michael LaCrone, here with co-host Connor Strickland and Graham Jones. We're super excited to be talking about leadership today. All three of us are leaders with InterVarsity, but we also lead in other capacities on campus. So we're going to kick this conversation started off with Graham Jones talking about leadership. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, glad to have Michael on. It's nice to have him on the other side of things today where he's able to be on the podcast as well. And uh, we're glad to get this thing started and be able to have him just jump in and be able to take part in the show a little more directly. Uh, uh, guess starting off, we just we want to talk about leadership today and uh, what that looks like. Some of you are new in college and uh, are still figuring out what that looks like. Uh, coming uh, to the midpoint in the semester, really, a little bit past. And um, even for those of you who are new in college, freshmen maybe, uh, this is uh, an opportunity you've, you've started to figure out what um, what it looks like to be in college, what it looks like to kind of join different uh, clubs that you might be interested in or uh, intervarsity teams with club sports or uh, what, whatever niche you found that works for you and that you're uh, involved in right now. Uh, even, w- even with you being new in college and even for those of you who might be starting college soon, uh, one of the big things we want to start off with is to make a point that you've done leadership before. Uh, whether you did sports in high school, everybody can recognize the uh, captain of the football team pretty easily and can definitely like see what leadership looks like. It's one of those things that can be kind of hard to define. Um, it looks different for different people, but there's a really intangible um, quality about it that makes leadership a really good thing where you're able to encourage people. And uh, there's, so, there's so many positive aspects about it. Uh, maybe you were involved in a youth group uh, growing up and you might have been one of the older uh, older kids in the youth group, and you're able to have a lot of influence there and help uh, lead the different uh, lead the different sections you were doing and the meetings that you had. And uh, this is a good point to just say that all of us has done leadership before, and it's really good to be able to look at what that's looked like in our past and the ways that we can move forward on it. Yeah, do y'all guys kind of want to touch on the different types of leadership that um, y'all have that y'all are a part of right now, whether that's um, in a varsity um, on campus or for Michael being in the studio, um, and then I can touch on my time in university, uh, my time that I've spent working with churches, trying to plant churches in Boone, um, and then just kind of me trying to start my own freelance business. So one of y'all want to jump in, uh, maybe Michael want to jump in and kind of talk about your experience um, in the studio, just just what types of leadership um, roles you've been a part of and maybe how, how that has um, been a segue for you to be able to talk about your faith. Yeah, so I am the studio manager of the RFG studio on campus. We have a multi-million dollar recording studio. So I interact with the other 45 students and my professor 
in a leadership role. Basically, I fix things and uh, solve all the problems other students are having. I'm there to help out when they have problems at 2 a.m. And it gives me the opportunity to interact with a lot of people. Most of them aren't believers and just gives me the opportunity to interact in a positive way. Um, I had somebody mention to me, they said, whenever I see you, you're always so happy. And that gives me, you know, an opportunity to say, you know, there's a reason that I'm always happy. I have something more. I have Jesus. And you don't always have to like overtly just like, you know, as they say, shove Jesus down people's throats, but people will notice the way you live your life and definitely being in a leadership role, putting yourself in the spotlight, being involved and interacting with more people gives you more of an opportunity to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Graham? Yeah, on some of our earlier episodes, uh, I think Matt kind of brought that point up as well. If you refer back to uh, the episode we did where we had Matt Ranson on. Episode he was talking two. About episode two, Connor's got it up. Uh, just being able to talk about the way that Matt saw, uh, the way Connor and some of his roommates were uh, freshman year when they lived together and what ended up to le- leading Matt to enter varsity and to be able to find a space where he could ask those kinds of questions and to be able to uh, really find out what was different and what... Um, why why Christians are happy. And um, yeah, so I, I definitely have some outlets. Um, definitely through classes, you're able to um, to show influence there. And just whenever you're, you start definitely getting upper level classes, you know a lot of the same people. You have an opportunity to get a little bit deeper and to talk to the people you're with and to get to know them a little bit more. Uh, definitely opens up some conversations in that way. And um, just as you begin to really settle into wherever you're at at school, uh, that's not specific to a leadership role, but it, it gives an awesome uh, floor to be able to share your faith. Uh, personally, uh, uh, not that I'm necessarily a leader, but for me, a position that I can do that uh, while I'm at school is that I, I work a job, I work at a grocery store here, and uh, we, we kind of have a lot of turnover. We have a lot of people coming in sometimes, and every couple months we'll hire a new person, and you, just, you, you, know, you start talking to people and getting to know them. And especially like starting out this year, we had a lot of new people working that didn't work with me last year and just in getting to know them it's like well what do you do are you in school and um just having the opportunity to say well yeah you know some nights i have uh these different meetings and i have small groups and people will be like well what's that and i can it it gives a good um a good platform to be able to just share what you're doing and uh to be able to express those leadership roles uh for me being a leader in varsity is kind of an easy segue into well, I lead a small group, and uh, it's a campus ministry, and it's, it's kind of like a church thing, and uh, just to be able to start bringing that into a relationship, and even if they don't push a whole lot, but they just know that about you, and it, it gives an opportunity to be able to, to really grow that over time, and, and that looks different no matter what you're doing, but um, it's definitely a good uh, segue into uh, building those relationships a little deeper and being able to share that. Yeah, absolutely. For me, coming into college, uh, one thing I really want to do was get involved in um, some type of organization on campus where I could could hold a leadership position. Um, I, I've been seeking out leadership opportunities for as long as I can remember, whether it was on a baseball field or if it was in um, JROTC in high school. Um, so, so I knew when I came into college, I wanted to continue that. Uh, once I found InterVarsity and found that there were leadership positions there, I knew it, it was definitely somewhere I wanted to get involved in. Um, so my sophomore, junior year, I was um, a small group leader. Me and Michael actually co-led a freshman men's small group for two years. Um, it was an awesome opportunity to be able to lead a group of freshman guys, um, just kind of mentor them and disciple them and shepherd them and, and, and kind of show them the ropes of things that, that we had learned. What is it like to, to grow as a man in Christ? Um, especially while you're in college. Um, and then the end of junior year, the last semester and going into the semester of my senior year, 
Um, I came onto our exec team for InterVarsity, and I'm um, also the large group coordinator. Um, so, so that's definitely the more specific title position that I have. Um, I, I lead a weekly meeting for uh, six people where we plan and execute our weekly worship night. Um, I'm a part of our exec team, so we make decisions. We um, It's a very business-oriented, um, and Zane, our campus minister, runs these meetings very much like a business, um, which for me is definitely something I've, I've have valued because it's something that I obviously want to get do go into, um, since I'm going out into the business world here in a, here in a couple months. Um, but we all have these official positions within, um, the, the studio or at, at the grocery store within a, a campus ministry organization on campus. Um, so we have an official title that the organization gives us um, that we can in turn relate to people and say, oh, hey, not only am I a member of this organization or this this group, I'm also a leader and I'm a small group leader. I value it so much that I stepped into this leadership position. However, you can have leadership responsibilities without having an official title. Um, I mean, like Graham was saying, even if you're just in the classroom, um, you, you can take a leadership role in the classroom. If you have a group project, you can be the leader of that group project. Um, right now, all of us are going through interview processes. I'm um, trying to figure out where we're going to work at um, after we graduate. And one of the big things that every interview is going to ask you is, oh, tell me about a time when you've been in a leadership role. Um, and if you look up like techniques for going into interviews, a lot of them will say that like everyone has had some type of leadership role. No, you might not be the president of a club or the captain of a team, um, but you might have led like led a group project, or you might have um, done something at a church, or, or you might have been responsible for some type of event in your fraternity or sorority. Um, everyone in some capacity has had um, some type of leadership responsibility. Uh, do you guys kind of want to add anything to that about leading without an official title? Yeah, I think Michael brought up a great point whenever he was talking about just the way he is in the studio. Like, I mean, I, I might be wrong here. I don't understand a lot of the studio talk, but uh, it seems like he definitely um, has does a lot of leadership uh, responsibilities. He has, he has a lot of roles there where he's in charge of different things. And uh, even if it doesn't come with like an official title or anything, right? Well, yeah, I mean, before I had this position, you know, I, I took an interest in what I did. I figured I'm spending money to be here and learn. I'm going to be in the studio. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do stuff. And then by doing that, people would start to ask me questions and ask for my help. And you kind of become a leader just by putting forth the effort. So you don't have to be given an official title. But if it's something you're interested in, something that you really care about, work hard. People will notice your diligence and your desire to thrive in that. You can take something that you're a part of and try to make it better and act as a leader, even without an official title and to show interest and care for it. And people will notice. And that may lead to an actual official leadership title. But if not, you're still putting forth effort and it's something you can be proud of. I put forth my time and a cool result came out of it. Yeah. And I think that's a good point to, to make is that you don't have to get that title to have an impact. You don't have to have that title. Um to be able to be a part of something. Um, but any type of leadership role just naturally pushes you to grow. It pushes you out of your comfort zone. It, it pushes you to be better. Um, I know within a varsity, um, since I'm on exec, we, I'm a part of the team that just, that is responsible for helping to make decisions for when we're bringing on new leaders. Um, and oftentimes a lot of the general idea that, or reason a lot of people might not apply for leadership is they feel like they're not ready. They feel like they still need to grow before they can step into um, a position and and they feel like, oh, well, I just don't, I just don't think I'm prepared enough to take this p position. And in some cases, yeah, you some cases you do need to grow before you 
apply for leadership. You do need to make certain things um, a priority and and make sure you are um, standing firm enough in your faith and stuff before you take on th- this position. Um, however, if your goal is to grow and you're saying that, oh, I need to grow, nothing's going to make you grow more than stepping into that leadership responsibility. Um, I know me coming on to small group in sophomore year, I wasn't prepared to lead a, a group of 10 freshman guys. Um, heck, I was just a freshman three months before. Um, but you go through phases where you kind of get stagnant in where you're at and you're like, oh, I just feel like I'm not growing. Okay, well, maybe that next step in your growth process is by you taking on leadership. Maybe that that next phase that you really need to to, to get over that next hurdle you need to get over is going to happen because you take on a leadership role and because it forces you out of your comfort zone. It's very easy just to stay here and say, okay, I, I'm kind of comfortable where I am. Oh yeah, I do want a leadership position. I want to put it on a resume so I can get a job and do this. However, like I, I'm fine where I am. I What is it like if I get out there on that leadership position? Um, but that's, that's why you why you do it so that you will be pushed to grow. You're not just going to be thrown into a position and just left to sink or swim. They're going to help you. They're going to guide you through it. People want to see other people succeed. It's just human nature. Um, so don't feel like, oh, okay, if I take on this position, then I'm like, it's just going to be me. I'm going to be out here stranded. Um, so definitely by coming onto leadership, it is going to push you way further. And it's going to, I mean, it's going to make you vulnerable. It's going to pull things out of you that you might not have known about yourself. But in order for you to grow and to become a better person, a better man, a better woman, a better student, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever, you it will you need to make that step and by that coming on to leadership. Yeah, that was a really great point. And um, I think involvement and uh, leadership roles just they they start to mean a lot more the older you get and um, the more you get involved with different things. Uh, personally speaking, like I can think back to high school where I was, uh, I don't know, like class vice president and you're in Ooh, you're in this does. club and you're in that club and uh you might be the treasurer for something and you might be the team captain and it a lot of times it really didn't mean a whole lot like for me it was something that everybody said i should fill up a resume everybody said i should be a leader and, and what did that mean it meant that i had to take notes during one meeting a month or something and, and that was the full extent of it and um definitely like now that i'm uh, in more mature positions to where I'm actually <laughs> leading a small group and planning and uh, having to keep up with times and <laughs> uh, just being so much more involved with the roles that I'm in. Uh, it's, it's a really good position to just be able to um, learn some of that responsibility and to be more comfortable in my own skin, knowing that I have some responsibility there. Yeah, Graham made a good point there about speaking into the lives of people when he came on as a small group leader. Um, he had a position to where he kind of had that authority to kind of speak into people's lives. Um, one thing for me that that I value the most out of leadership, whether it is a position that I'm in or if it's um, a, an adult that's in a leadership position, is that they have that position and they have that role and the opportunity to be a mentor to people. They have that that they have that opportunity um, to kind of take you under their wing and to kind of show you the ropes to to teach you whether it's what it's like to be a man, what it's like to be a businessman, what it's like to start a business. Um, they have this position because of their leadership responsibilities. Um, for me, I know definitely coming into college, I have been extremely thankful to have mentors. Um, I've had, we've all had Zane. Um, he's met with most of us one-on-one at some point. Um, but other pastors, I've had um, a guy that I did an internship with this past year um, who I met freshman year. He's, he's an adult um, here who has his own business, his own marketing firm. Um, 
and he kind of took me under his wings when I was kind of trying to start up my own, my own business, my own production company, trying to do websites and graphic design and videos. Um, and I didn't know how to do any of the, the federal paperwork or the tax ID number or open up a bank account or any of that stuff. Um, but he, he did know, and he had experience in it and he took me under his wings and he kind of showed me the ropes of it. Um, and now I'm at a point now where I can in return that favor to people um, that are younger than me or at the same age as me that are wondering, okay, I want to start my own business, but I don't know where to start. And they might not have someone that they can turn to. Um, so for me, one huge thing that I've been passionate about is I've been thankful and blessed to have these people come and speak into my life and mentor me. And for me, it's only fair if I turn what I know and turn it and feed and pour into the people that I have some type of um, leadership over, um, whether it's the guys in my freshman small group that I lead now, or the guys from the the now junior transfer small group that me and Michael led for two years, um, whether it's friends in the small group we're in, or people in my class that I've become super close with. If I have a chance to where I can use something that um, was taught to me and I have ran with it, if I can in turn give that to them and kind of guide them through the ropes, then then for me. That, that's another purpose of me being in leadership. That's a reason why I was given this position so that I can take some of those, those times and knowledge and things that I've understood and have learned and kind of give that over to other people. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have a leader who hasn't previously been led. Yep. We all in leadership positions have had leaders. We all lead a small group, but we also attend a small group together with a different leader. We all take what was poured into us and then pour into other people, which is a really cool opportunity, as Connor said, as you grow and you learn and you face this stuff to share that with others. But also the big point of leadership is leading by example, not just, oh, I learned this. Now, let me just like tell you guys this. I'm going to to show you and I'm going to do it along with you. For us, when we lead small groups, we're always told to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. because with Christianity and with Bible study, it's not... I've transcended this aspect of life. I no longer sin in this way. So now let me tell you the secret. No, we're all doing life together. And it says, usually I've been walking with the Lord a little bit longer. I've gone through the hardships. Now we're going through it together. It gives you a cool opportunity to be vulnerable with people. And I feel that's where effective leadership is. When you can let them know like, hey, I'm human too. I'm vulnerable, but we're going to get through this together. And I've been doing a little bit longer yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Um, don't ever think that once you get a leadership leadership position that you are now better or you have more power or you're too good um, to still do the things that you did before. Um, the best leaders aren't the people that tell you how to do something. They're the ones that show you how to do it. Um, I mean, for us on this, I mean, on this podcast, we talk about our faith. So for the, they're the greatest leader of all time that has walked this earth was Jesus and a man who had more power had all the power over everyone for him to come down and at the last supper to come and wash the feet um, of the people that he led that shows what it's like to be a leader Um, very easily he could have had them come to him and he could have sat on his throne and they could have come and washed his feet and and fed him and did everything for him but instead one of the last moments that he has to make an impact on these people he doesn't say hey come serve me he comes down to them comes to the lowest of lows i mean back then the, the servants were the people who were washed feet. It was one of the lowest jobs you could do. And Jesus, the most powerful person, the person in the highest leadership position came down to that level 
to serve the people that that he led. You don't come onto a leadership position to be served. You come onto a leadership position so that you can serve others. Um, and Michael made a good analogy about um, we have been poured into, so therefore we're able to pour out of people. It's easy and it will be extremely easy for when you come under leadership to where you can just pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, and then you find yourself empty. Um, one of the best analogies I have ever heard um, is, is that you need a um, you need to, you need to lead as if you are standing under a fountain with your hands cupped, um, not taking, filling up your cup, pouring out, taking your cup, pouring it out, pouring it out, pouring it out. Um, and, and there's a time where it, yeah, being selfless is, is great, but there's also a time where you need to first be poured into, and you first need to fill yourself before you can pour into other people. Um, so instead of just constantly filling it up and pouring it out, your leadership should be coming from an overflow of you. You should be standing there with your hands cupped under under a fountain. And as the water pours into you and it flows over the edge, what, what's flowing over should be what you're pouring into the people that you're leading. Most definitely. Um, I, I bet a lot of our listeners are familiar with the group Jesus Culture out in California. They have a leadership podcast that I listened to for a while. And they, they mentioned the same thing is leading from a place of overflow if you're trying to lead a small group and do Bible study with them and you're not in the word yourself, that's going to be very difficult. But if you're at a place where you're constantly studying scripture and you're in a deep relationship with Jesus, that'll be evident to the people you're leading. If you're a worship leader and the only time you sing praises to Jesus is when you're up in front of people worshiping, you're probably not going to be as an effective leader. Whereas if you spend all your time worshiping Jesus and learning and just loving him. And then when you go to lead others in worship, that'll be evident. Definitely. You got to leave from a place of overflow. Nobody can give what they don't already have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really great whenever you get to a point to where um, you're not necessarily looking up to another leader and looking down to the people that you're leading, but to where everybody starts to become on an equal plane. Like, like I would argue you guys lead me in certain ways, just as much as um, any any small group leader or any uh, person that has an official title. And when we start hel- helping lead each other in the ways that we know how, um, everybody's different and everybody has their own uh, their own specialties and things that they've gone through and different experiences. And whenever you're able to fill each other up and continue to, to just spread that out and to, to be really generous with everyone you're coming in contact with, that goes a long way too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, earlier this week, when we were talking about what um, what topic we wanted to, to discuss on today's podcast, um, and we decided, okay, I think it's time that we come on to and talk about leadership. Um, I started looking into some articles and um, just looking in, in what are the stats and what is it, what does research show about leadership and, and working and having some type of position while being in college. Um, and in one article posted by a college professor um, who did research on college students that had leadership positions. Um, his research showed that some 60% of your learning that you will learn in college takes place outside of the classroom. Um, so as much as you value going to class and focusing on what you're going to learn in class, 60% of everything you're going to learn and coming out of college is going to come from experiences that you have outside of class, outside of the classroom, outside of coming from a professor. And there's good news for those of you who skip class every week too. Yeah, exactly. Because maybe if you're doing something productive, um, then you're getting more learning from what you're doing rather than going to class. By no means are we saying you should skip class, but we're saying there is value in what you're involved in outside of the classroom. Um, just to go that learning comes in, in so many different ways. Um, you can learn by, by example, you can learn by 
being taught to by a professor, you can learn by trial and error. Um, but like ex experiential learning is one of the most beneficial. Um, and that is why a lot of universities are going to require you um, have an internship or a co-op um, before you graduate. So like Michael is graduating this December. However, he has to do a required internship next semester before he can officially get his diploma. Is because, okay, you're taught all this stuff theoretical in the classroom, but we want you to actually go out and practice it in the real world before we officially send you out and say you're done. Um, yeah, so, so, so yeah, 60% of what you're going to learn in college is coming from um, outside the classroom. So, so this may be a, a, a job or you may be a, a club leader or you may be an officer of an organization on campus. Um, and for some of us, we've done all three. Um, we, we've been in, involved in organizations, around clubs, grand works, off campus, I freelance, Michael um, freelances audio engineering outside of it. Um, regardless of what your role or your title is, um, when you take on a leadership responsibility, you will be able to challenge yourself and you will be able to push yourself to achieve more um, than anything you would have ever thought you could have just by sitting in a classroom. You will take things that you have learned in the classroom and actually be able to go out and directly apply it to your life and to hopefully one day to your career. Um, and then last thing, there's, a, there's another study by Cal State um, in Sacramento that research shows that um, there's a 33% performance gap between graduate graduation rates um, and, and for people who are club leaders and people who are not club leaders, um, the retention rate of students that are involved on campus, they have a higher chance of staying in college and graduating from college because they're involved. They have some type of position to where they, they are being poured into and where they are pouring out into other people. Um, so they're not just coming to school just for the schoolwork. They're coming to school and they're staying in school um, and they are wanting to be there because of the, the leadership position that they have. Um, so, so that's just what we're, we're pushing for you guys is wherever you're at, get involved, take on a leadership role. Don't do it just to say that you can add something to your resume. Do it because it's going to push you and it's going to make you um, a better person, a better student, um, just an overall, just a better human, um, because it's very easy to be stagnant in just where you are. Um, and nothing's going to push you further and make you strive for more than taking on a leadership position. For sure. When you come to college, you're not required to join clubs. You're not required to do anything. Really, all you have to do is go to class, get your grades, and get your degree. And you're not required to do that. For sure. I mean, but you're paying for it. <laughs> but nobody really wants to go to a four year college just to go to class, sit there, do your work, go home, do homework, sleep, eat, repeat. You know, there's so much more that college has to offer. You know, everybody wants to join things. And there's definitely value in it. But like Connor said, find a place where you feel comfortable, you feel at home, and then pursue that, get involved. I know so many people who, especially in high school, but more in college, they're in like 15 different clubs, and they couldn't really tell you anything about any of them. They don't really do anything. Whereas there's that one person who joins that one club their freshman year and is a leader from their sophomore through senior year. And when they leave, you can see the difference you made in that club, you can realize that you had an impact on your campus through your four years of college and definitely makes your college experience much more valuable. It's when you leave, you're leaving something behind that you're going to miss. That's going to be rememberable. That has a huge impact on your own life as well. Yeah, absolutely. We thank you guys so much for joining in today's conversation about leadership. If you have any question or comments that you um, want to ask us or just let us know, 
hit us up on Facebook, hit us up in the comment section or send us an email um, at the collegian Christian podcast at gmail.com. Um, but we also have a forum on our website, collegian Christian podcast.com. We would love to hear from you guys. We love hearing your thoughts. Um, and let us know if there's any topics that you want to know, or once again, if you have anyone that you want to bring onto the show or, or you have a pastor or, or a mentor or um, just a leader that, that has spoken um, into your life, let us know. We'd love to give them a shout out. We, we love to support other people. Um, as much as we want this to get out in front of other people and stuff, we are also supporting um, other people with other podcasts um, because for us, it's not a competition. It's just another way for people to hear um, hear about Jesus and just hear about um, ways to better them live, better themselves. Um, so yeah, thanks again, guys. We're so excited um, that y'all have continued to follow along with us um, now through our seventh episode. Be sure to join us next Monday um, for our next topic and we'll talk to you then. See you guys.